This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good afternoon. This is Front Row on The Bigger Picture and I'm Sharmila Ganesan. Now, if you were a Malaysian theatre goer back in 2011, you would remember the sensation created by Para, which was a play written by Singaporean playwright Alfian Sa'at, inspired by the protests over a Malay language novel called Interlock. Um, And the protest was by a Hindu rights group. So this play went on to win many accolades. It has been restaged seven times. And now in keeping with this new normal, the Instant Cafe Theatre Company is bringing us a restaging called Zoom Para, which will be staged, um, you know, I'm sure you've guessed it, it'll be staged virtually on July 25th and 26th. So joining me to tell us more is the show's director, Joe Kukatas. How are you, Joe? Hi, Shamala. I'm I'm fine, as, as fine as people are in these um, yeah, I know. Always, uh, always a tricky question to to start the interviews with. Um, but maybe the, the the better place to start would be about the play itself. Um, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the play. I, I watched the very first staging back in 2011, um, and I'm quite excited that I'm going to get to watch it again because I haven't gotten to watch any of the restagings. Um, how did the plan for this restaging begin? Was it always to do it virtually, or was there sort of an idea to have a live version initially? No, I mean, of course, these are things which um, have come out of this pandemic. Um, The actors actually had uh, last year set up a WhatsApp group with the idea that they, you know, wanted to reconnect with each other and they wanted to talk about maybe just them getting together to do a reading. So it kind of started from that. And then when they brought the idea to me this year, um, I'm still just about doing a reading. I said, yeah, sure, why don't we do that? But I said, but let's let's do a preliminary reading just for ourselves. I said, I don't want to just put something out there um, because there's a lot of material out there at the moment. I said, let's see what we discover. So we got together uh, via Zoom because that was the only way to get together by that point. Mm -hmm. This was, I think, in May, April or May. And we did a reading and it was incredibly moving. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I know the play so well, right? But by the end of it, I was kind of in tears <laughs> um, listening to it. And and then we had a discussion with the, I mean, myself and the actors. We talked about it. And they were saying how some things just feel really much stronger now. It resonates more deeply. Maybe also because uh, now that they're older, some things are felt more sharply. Uh, they see also that things haven't shifted enough in this country. Sometimes some things have, have gone backwards. You know, the, the way that we talk about race uh, is has become very ugly at times. So I said, well, I definitely feel that we should do a public reading of it. So it started off with that. But then I began to feel, well, you know what? The actors know this play really well. It's in their bodies. So I wanted to go beyond doing a reading. And I thought, what do we do a staging? I said, you, I don't think it'll take much for them to learn the lines. Um, and with, of course, with Zoom, you can have your script available and you can cheat a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I said, what I felt even that day was the, the words are so deeply inside them and, and the emotions were so strong and clear. It kind of came out at me across, mm-hmm. across Zoom, you know. Uh, so I said, let's try, let's start exploring how do we create a Zoom production and then the more I, t- I thought about it and I talked about it with uh, my producer, uh, CK, uh, he and I began to um, think about why this play was important and why we, why we were moved by watching the reading and what it might mean for us today. 
And we have been thinking about how we do want to go and do things on um, on a digital platform, um, but we didn't know what was the right thing to do. What is what is the play that we that we felt was needed to be done? What was necessary as opposed to things that we wanted to do to amuse ourselves or amuse the, our audiences? And we thought this play is really necessary. <laughs> uh, that's why we felt let's do para and let's focus our attention on doing a. Uh, and, exp- and use it also to to reconnect with our audiences. Um, and then, of course, it struck us that we always have wanted to take Para outside the Klang Valley. <laughs> we've taken it outside the Klang Valley to Singapore, to Mel- to Brisbane and to Adelaide, but we've never taken it to anywhere else in Peninsula or in uh, to um, east or west, other parts of east or west Malaysia. So actually we thought, let's try to take this um, this burden that is the, COVID-19 and this this really sad state that is COVID-19. And let's see whether then it becomes an inspiration for, for us to share theatre more widely with people. Mm. So what form what form will the play now take? I mean, if it's not going to be a reading, um, is it going to be a staging in the sense they're going to be on an actual stage and it's going to be live streamed or yeah, what will we be seeing? No, it won't be on an actual stage, and it's not live streaming. It really is on Zoom, which is why we're calling it Zoom Para, mm-hmm. that uh, the actors will be in their own homes, uh, in in their own uh, living areas, uh, or sometimes they switch their living areas. And um, But the convention that you have in theatre, I mean, often on theatre you have on a single stage three people, but you understand those three people are in three different countries, and you accept it. That's a convention of theatre, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to have three people and they are both in three different time zones even. So we thought we have to learn new conventions with theatre. So here, even though the three actors are in different spaces, we want the audience to accept that they are in the same living room. Right. <laughs> the inverse of that, basically. Yeah. 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 So we thought because, you know, we, we, you could, we did, we did um, toy with the idea of, 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 uh, of playing around with the text of the play and making the whole thing uh, conversation that they were having through Zoom. Mm. But it didn't work with everything. And then it felt a bit gimmicky. And we thought, no, we don't need to do that. I think the play is strong as it is. And then I began to think a lot about, well, what is theatre? And what is time and space in theatre? And in theatre, we make so many rules up that audiences just come along with us, you know? And I thought, here we must do the same thing. It's all an act of imagination. It's all an act of, um, what's the word? I uh, can't think of the word. It begins with the letter S. Um, Suspension of disbelief? That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, suspension of disbelief. So here we're asking audiences, suspend your disbelief. F- feel that they're in the same room. Um, and, and what I find with, with the actors is when we are rehearsing, I forget actually after a while where they are because I'm just connecting to them. I'm connecting to their 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 faces i'm connecting to their bodies so that you know they're, they're doing they're doing things you can't see this on on radio but you know um you can see me because you're, you're watching me on video <laughs> so they'll do things like that yeah. to show, show certain things or they'll walk away to get something yeah but they're also we're doing, we're doing a lot of things where we're framing so we have scenes where one person may be framed like this thinking about something and somebody else may be really far away mm. you know so we're, we're playing with distance and we're playing with space. And I keep reminding the actors, yes, you have to think of space as being 360 degrees, you know, whereas often on Zoom, it's only 180 degrees. 
Um, so we're trying to do um, things like this, or, or for example, for some of the monologues, the, the play is interspersed with these really personal monologues. Suddenly the monologues have become even more personal because the actors are speaking like this right to you. Mm. To so, and they're a really at- tight shot out, into the, out, out from the screen. Yeah, mm. so in a way, and when you're when you're in a theatre, of course, especially if you're sitting in the back row, you're not going to get any of that. <laughs> you're going to get something different. You're going to get an understanding of the space with the way that, like we 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 create relationships on stage through the use of space, right? Here we have to create relationships and tension through how they um, frame themselves in the uh, zoom lens, yeah. so that it can be like it's, there's some scenes where the actors are. are talking but not looking at each other. So they're, they're talking away because they're uncomfortable. And then somebody will confront somebody. So you play with confrontation, conflict. So we're trying to use this uh, different vocabulary, but we still think it's, I still feel it's theatre because it's live. For me, that's what, what is theatre? It's, it's coming at you live. It's feeling that, that impulse um, of these characters talking through each other on a, in a, in a, in a, um, unedited way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the two performances will both be live performances. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so I, I'm actually very curious to hear more about um, how you direct something like this. But before we get further, um, just a little bit of context for people who uh, may not know what the play is about. So back in 2011, as I said earlier, Alfian Saad wrote this play in response to the fact that the novel Interlock by Abdullah Hussein was being introduced to the school syllabus and a Hindu rights group protested this because the book uses an offensive term to describe Indians. Um, now, for those who might not know the story of the play para, could you give us a summary? Yes. So actually, the, I'll talk about an inspiration, another inspiration, another inspiration for the play was Talent Time by mm. um, Yasmin Yasma. Ahmad. Yeah. Mm. And in Talent Time, you have four friends. Oh, sorry, there are four, four main characters who are not friends. Um, Malor, Hafiz, Kaho and Mahesh. And you can guess from their names, of course, Chinese, Indian, two Malays, who are cousins. Uh, and in that in that film, um, the four people are not friends, but through the events of the film, they come to an understanding and uh, mutual trust and even love of each other. Um, and Alfian decided to inverse to reverse this. So in this play, in the play of on the world of Para, you have these four characters again named Malo, Hafiz, Kaho, and Mahesh. So mm-hmm. borrowing the names directly from Yasmin's film. And they are best friends. They spend all the time together. They're always hanging out in Malo's mother's library, doing homework or pretending to do homework. They make fun of each other the way the Malaysians make fun of each other. You know, they'll they'll say that Kaho has been down in Jinjiang selling DVDs. You know, <laughs> this kind of uh, playfulness with uh, with racial stereotypes, right? And they, they will like they will make fun of Mahesh. Mahesh will say, "Yeah, my Indian friends are eh." What do you mean India? You have no Indian friends. All your friends are us, right? What, what are you talking about? Yeah. So, you know, and he doesn't speak. He doesn't speak Tamil. So they kind of tease him for this. And he says, well, my, my family's mixed, he says. You know, my mother's Malayali, my father's Tamil. So we speak English <laughs> at home, right? <laughs> so it's all these things which are, which are very easygoing ways that, you know, we, we tease each other. Um, but yet when you're friends, you kind of accept it. And you, you kind of give back, you kind of, you know, you, you make fun of your friends as well. Um, but in the play, when the novel Interlock is introduced as, a, as part of the school syllabus, the novel ends up 
politicizing them and dividing them. Not because the novel in itself is bad and we don't take a stance in the play that something wrong with the novel, rather that we, but Malaysians, when there's a crisis, how do we deal with the crisis? Race, unfortunately, can sometimes divide friendships. Mm. That then will be, you know, I, I don't know why, what you're so upset about that. Well, I'm upset because of this. Well, I don't understand. I think you're just being a drama queen or I think you're making, you know, making things difficult. So here the play is about what happens um, as a result of the, the controversy that erupts over Interlock and how the school handles it, how the other children, how the other students in the school handle it and how the boy who, who stands up and says, I, I, I refuse to read this book, what happens when he makes this stand and what happens to the friendship when he makes this stand, you know, because can the friendship uh, bear the, bear this kind of scrutiny? Oh, not scrutiny. Can this friendship bear this conversation? Mm. Yeah. So we do need to take a quick break, but that was director Joe Kukatas giving us um, a, a summary of what Para is. Um, and it is, of course, because there is an upcoming virtual staging of the play called Zoom Para, which will be showing on July 25th and 26th. We'll be back after a short break. You're listening to Front Row on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. Welcome back. This is Front Row on The Bigger Picture and I'm Sharmila Ganesan. With me is Joe Kukatas, director of an upcoming virtual staging of the play Para, which will be showing on July 25th and 26th. Um, so Joe, before the break, you um, outlined, I think very nicely, it gave me a lot of um, uh, nostalgia about watching the play, um, what the story of Para is about. Now, it has been nine years since it was written. Um yeah. This might be maybe a little bit of a devil's advocate question, but do you see the play still having resonance or relevance today? Yes, unfortunately. <laughs> you know, actually, this is something we, myself and the actors talk about. I mean, just a few days ago, of course, in uh, in Parliament, um, when um, Kashtori Pato was, uh, in, you know, insulted, I would say, mm. and demeaned uh, by a fellow parliamentarian, uh, you know, this kind of racialized epithets, um, this way that language is used against other people to to demean them, it, 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 uh, it never seems to end in Malaysia. And in fact, we had this WhatsApp exchange with, with the, on the Para WhatsApp group, where I, I asked, um, why is it every time we uh, stage this play, there's an outbreak of racism amongst politicians. <laughs> and one of the actors said, uh, are we manifesting this? And the other actor said, no, I think it's because politicians are always racist, but we don't always do para. <laughs> <laughs> and so, mm. so whenever we do para, there's always going to be some outbreak of racism because that's constant. So I think, unfortunately, this, this, this inability, our inability to see each other as um, in, through a non-racial lens is still very current. And that's what the play is about. It, the catalyst may have been interlocked. The catalyst was also about the use of the word Allah, you know, who, who does language belong to? Um, but here we have fresh incidents all the time. We have fresh uh, catalysts uh, for this conversation. Even, I think for me, lately, this whole resonance of Black Lives Matter also kind of, I think for me, very much is uh, other people's uh, feeding into um um, some of these same themes. And, and I did notice, for example, the Black Lives Matter protest this year following the death of, of uh, George Floyd was that many young Malaysians also began to speak up and began to query and question, actually, if we have race, such a racialized politics here, what is the, what can be the outcome? You know, mm. 
Do we want this kind of race-based politics? Do we want this kind of racialized rhetoric all the time? What does it do to you? Um, for me, it's when I hear uh, people using this kind of language, and I hear and I feel that we have a country which is based on, on uh, which is a race-based politics. Um, who suffers it are the the young people because mm. they have to bear the burden of this past or this history. So it's interesting that you brought up this um, young people because that's what Para is about. It's about. Um, people who are in school, who are in many ways uh, both influenced by the people before them, but also full of vitality and new ideas. Um, and it, it's very much something that's happening now with all of this conversation about Masakita and the need for younger parliamentary voices and, and so on. Um, my question is that the actors playing these characters, now you've reunited uh, the original cast, so that's Adil Zuri Alaudin, that's Gregory Z, Farahani and Bernavan Jyoti. The actors have aged, though, they've become older. Um, how does that change the dynamics of what you're now trying to show? Um, of course, it does change it. I mean, I'm not going to pretend that it's, it's the same, but I think that they have to, I mean, as, as actors, you have to act the play you have to act you have to give life to those young voices and I think because when they first started performing them they were not of course they were not 16 mm. but they were much younger they, they they understand those characters inside out which is why I didn't want to recast it I felt if I recast it um, and try to re-rehearse it via zoom I would get younger actors but I would not really get younger people who would understand the depths of what was going on in the play so I felt in order to convey it to an audience, you needed actors who who um, had already lived it, mm. I think. And, and I also feel that, you know, Paras had an interesting history of many stagings, right? And I feel that this is just another another part of its history with these actors who have, who basically embody this play, I, I feel. Mm. What was it like um, for all of you to be together again and to work on this material again? Um, I think it's 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 good for us. Of course, we've only met on Zoom. We haven't met in real in real life. Ah, you, even though I mean, technically now you can. Technically, technically now you can. But uh, one of uh, the actors, Idil, is in Jakarta and mm. cannot travel, cannot come back to Malaysia. Uh, he was there um, before this happened, um, and also you know theatres are only just recently opened um, and rehearsed, and they're not really. Um, fully opened. We'd have to find a rehearsal room. Um, and we'd already started exploring this much earlier. We, just, well, we started exploring it before the EMCO came to an end. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So in terms of um, the play itself, because it's, again, because of the time that has passed and because of current events, what, have there been changes or tweaks made to the script or to the things that you portray? Or is it wholesale what we saw before? Yeah, no, we haven't made any changes, actually, because there was nothing that we felt really needed to change, um, The, which is, uh, again, a bit sad. <laughs> uh, and as I said, that the, the catalyst for the, for the play um, may have been something that was um, historical, but the, the story of the four um, friends is timeless. I feel it's timeless. Mm. And and I think, as I said, for me, the main reason I, I wanted to do it was um, uh, not for the, your usual, you know, um, theatre-going audiences, but for the people who actually have not been able to come uh, to watch 
um, theatre. I mean, you know, unfortunately, theatre is very KL-centric. It's very Klang Valley. Um, and we, I, I've often wanted to take para to a wider audience. I've, we tried to take para into schools. We managed to take it to one school, but it was a private school. It was very hard to get into government schools. So my real wish, actually, for this play is that it goes into schools via all these WhatsApp groups that teachers have set up, all these parent groups that, that they have set up again because now learning is long distance learning. So I'm also kind of trying to connect to all the people who are having to to have their education now on a different platform. So here this platform is now more similar to the platform that they are that they are they are part of as well. If I put them put the actors in a stage, suddenly they become separate. Mm. But we're to say look we're all in the same space. We're all going through the same thing. Um, so we, we make our theatre the way that you're, that you're living your life right now. Uh, but this way also I can take this play to Moa, to Mersing, you know, to um, uh, Kuching. And that for me is very exciting. And also I can take this play to Malaysians who are living abroad. Mm. Uh, so they can also share that. And, that's as you, right. and as you said earlier, everyone gets a front row seat. Yes, yes. I think that's what we're trying to play with. And if I had to work with new actors, it would have taken, um, it would have been a very different journey to try to get to that point. I think it would have been quite hard because, as I said, it's already quite difficult rehearsing over over Zoom. It's it's quite a tricky medium. Uh, So to to, uh, start afresh in a new play without... Um, learning a lot of things about Zoom would have been very difficult. But I, I hope that this this is, for me, the first Zoom production I want to do. I do feel that um, this pandemic has taught me that we do have to find ways to um, uh, let theatre reach more people. Mm. And through a different form, and I know not everybody is keen on this form, but I feel that we, we have to adapt and we have to innovate and we have to experiment and that is what 2020 is teaching us. We have to be much more adaptable. And theatre is a changing medium anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've always borrowed from everywhere and adapted and shifted as as the world changed. And the world has changed in a really fundamental way, I think, recently. And as you said, um, from all the things that you've just pointed out, um, yes, there are challenges, but there are also opportunities that previously wasn't available for theatre makers, right? In terms of reaching a new audience, in terms of leveling maybe some of that, for lack of better word, atasness that's associated with theatre. Which is unfortunate. I mean, it's, it's not because we're atas, it's because actually we're so poor, we cannot take the place. <laughs> Whereas now, I think, we, we, and that's why we have our our our. our our starting ticket is five ringgit yeah. because basically we want to tell people, just watch it, just watch it. If you have more money, pay more because that would help us do more theatre. If you don't have money, we understand. This, these are difficult times for everyone. Just just watch it. Uh, and if you really can't afford the five ringgit, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, uh, Para is one of those places that I always think of as not being atas at all because that's the problem with convincing people to watch Malaysian theatre is often that people think they won't get it or it's not for them. Para is definitely one of those things that I remember watching and telling everyone I knew, like, you have to watch it because you'll get it. This is for, if you're Malaysian, if you're from here, you'll get it. It's about us. It's about us, really, so much. Yeah. 
So um, I do want to hear a little bit, though, about um, this unique position you are in as director. Um, mm. you, you mentioned it's your first Zoom production. Um, what does being a director in this context mean? Because so much of what theatre, physical theatre is, you know, whether you're talking about how it looks on a stage or, or lighting or, or sound or costumes, a lot of this is very different. Well, I, I, of course, we are still trying to work some things out with lighting. I mean, we we, we, we bought uh, ring lights for all the actors. We mm-hmm. spent quite a lot of time finding the best lighting in their own houses, <laughs> things like this. I'm, st- I'm very obsessed with framing. I mean, for me, the look of it is very important. You can't get everything that I, I would like because, you know, we, we are dealing with uh, the limitations of where actors live and what they have inside in their their homes. But we're trying to be as in, as inventive as possible. Uh, but on the other level, of course, what one big job of the of the director is to direct the actor himself. himself mm-hmm. right? So it is about saying to the actor, OK, in this particular scene, um, make the scene very serious and that the, the character that you were in scene five you've changed that now in this scene you want to be taken very seriously by the by by the um by the other by the other character so you're not going to be your usual jokey self so just shift that make that shift and let's see what you find about yourself mm. so that is what i would say as a as a director or to another or, or to another actor i said recently she was doing her monologue and i said the last two lines of the monologue deliver it directly to the camera and she said to me, oh, Joe, that's so hard to do. I said, I know, I know. That's why I need you to do that. I said, just the last two lines. After that, you can look away. Mm. So she looked away. She looked completely away. She turned around and she looked away. And I said, no, you can look away, meaning you can look away from the camera, but we must still see you. So you're looking away like this. Because I said, I need to know what's going on inside you, what, not, not what you are seeing, but what you are feeling at this point. Um, and the audience needs to see how this story that you've just told really affects you. So in that way, I, I'm, I'm doing the same thing I would do on stage. I'm trying to get, the, I'm trying to frame the actors for what the audience will see. Because even on stage, you do the same thing. You place an actor in a certain place so the audience notices them. You get them to move on a certain line so the audience focuses them. So you're constantly going to focus the eye on the audience on the action. So for me, it's, it's the same thing, but um, using uh, the, the, the stage is different. The stage is different. Mm. What has the rehearsal process been like? Yeah, it's tiring. It's tiring <laughs> directing on Zoom, actually, because um, I mean, or, or even communicating. I think on Zoom, I mean, and maybe it's different for you, Shamala. You're on radio a lot, so you're very adept at knowing how to sort of like uh, play with your voice to un- to kind of uncover certain things. But as you can see, even talking to me, I'm I'm always using my body to. Ex- <laughs> no, no. Um, honestly, even. Even for me, I find long sustained conversations via um, whether Zoom or Skype quite tiring. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it is it is tiring. And of course, especially in the first, uh, first bunch of rehearsals, we spend a lot of time just trying to figure out some technology and we're learning what, what things that we might need. Uh, in fact, today uh, we're going to try out for the first time some uh, new microphones that we've, 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 we've bought because we felt that the sound quality could be better. I mean, sound quality is good, but we felt, you know what, let's, we're trying to bump up the standard of the production with each thing. So mm-hmm. we've purchased clip mics uh, for all the actors, so you can't see it because we experimented with head mics and oh, sorry with earphones, and that just didn't work. So now we're experimenting with this. Uh, we're trying to see if maybe we want to sort of see what we can do with the camera. So 
there are a lot of things to consider, which are just different technical aspects you need to consider. Um, But unlike a theatre, like, production usually you, you you leave some of these technical decision making still later here we've had to make those decisions all the way through constantly kind of we're constantly doing tech even as we're rehearsing mm. so what do you think um i mean the process is not done yet but what have you learned from working on a play in this manner that it's possible <laughs> <laughs> that it's possible um that it's about uh it's a it's about trying to communicate something. It's it's not for me a substitute for theatre. It's another form of theatre. Mm. You know, there's so many, there's so many different forms of theatre. Uh, you can go and watch a piece of theatre where it's just you and one other person in a room, and that that actor will perform just for you. <laughs> or you can go to a theatre where there's you're with three thousand other people in an amphitheatre, and you're watching the actor who's a tiny ant, you know, hundred meters away. Mm. They're both acts of theatre. They're just really different. Mm. So I, I feel maybe this is also a new form of theatre, which we're in the very early days of you know, very early days. And hopefully I feel, I hope, I hope the technology will improve so we can also improve the experience. Thank you so much, Joe, and all the best with the staging. Thank you. Lovely talking to you. Same here. I've been speaking with Joe Kukatas, director of an upcoming restaging of Para, written by Alfian Sa'ad. This time it's being called Zoom Para, and it will be showing on July 25th and 26th. You can watch the play from home, and it is a pay-what-you-can system, ranging from 5 ringgit up to 100 ringgit. And to get tickets and to stream the show live, you can log on to www.cloudtheaters.com slash shows slash zoom dash Para. If you've missed any part of this interview or any previous front row segments, you can download the podcasts on bfm.my, on our BFM app or on Spotify. You've been listening to Front Row on the Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.